This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It is Tuesday, December the 28th. I'm Eric Tyler with your morning edition of News Watch on KVOM. And we are expecting rain today. We have a 40% chance of showers in the forecast. High near 72 degrees. And some clouds tonight with a low around 53. 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms on Wednesday. A break on Thursday, then more rain chances Friday, really uh, Friday night. And then staying warm through New Year's Day, but that night, Saturday night into Sunday, turning very cold. And at least a slight chance that we'll have some some wintry precipitation there uh, Saturday night and into Sunday. So we'll keep an eye on that as we've had these unseasonably warmer temperatures for uh, most of the the the, the winter here, and uh, we'll turn at least by later on this weekend as we move into the new year. Right now, we have overcast conditions, 66 degrees in Moralton at 7:32, and we want to congratulate today's KVOM employee of the day on this Tuesday. It is Christine Youngblood, employee of Colton Steakhouse in Moralton. And Christine will receive a rose and a bud vase from Hearts and Flowers, small catfish dinner from Arlington Drive-In, free car wash from Triangle Car Wash, gift certificate from McGee Jewelers, and half dozen cupcakes from Bake Me a Cake. She'll also go into the drawing for our employee of the month, which we will draw on Monday of next week. We have a couple of obituary announcements this morning. Deborah Gale Fowler-Martin, age 63, of Marlton, died Thursday. Graveside service will be... 2 p.m. today at Mallet Town Cemetery with Reverend Roy Edwards officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Virginia Louise Wright, also known as Shorty, Mom, Sonny, and Mama Ginger, age 83, of Houston, night Saturday. Virginia was born and raised in Moralton and built a career working in retail and retired from Robertson Tire Service. She was a member of Perryville Emanuel Church of the Nazarene, where she served as missionary president, Sunday school teacher, board member, and treasurer. She survived by her five children, Trudy Kordsmeyer, Renee Marlowe, Buddy Rathbun, Michelle Hernandez, and Michael Wright, sister-in-law Judy Robertson, 14 grandchildren and 28 great-grandchildren. Funeral services for Virginia Wright will be 10 a.m. Wednesday at Harris Chapel with Brother Tim Evans and Brother Rick Carrington officiating. Burial will be at Elmwood Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Family will receive friends from 6 to 8 p.m. this evening at the funeral home. Turn to news now this morning. Conway County officials have approved the county's operating budget for 2022. In the group's final meeting of 2021 on Monday, the county's quorum court passed the ordinance establishing the $6.7 million budget. The budget estimates total revenue of approximately $7.5 million for the county's general fund. The budget also includes a $4.4 million appropriation for a road department with $4.5 million projected revenue for that fund and nearly $2.6 million in anticipated revenue for the American Rescue Plan Fund. County Judge Jimmy Hart says the budget approval puts a wrap on 2021 and lays the groundwork for the county's work for the coming year. It's been an uh, interesting year. We thought we were past COVID. I'm not so sure now that we are past COVID, but hopefully 2022, I will say this, county's in pretty good financial shape, looks to me like, and uh, approved the budget for 2022 and looking forward to working with everybody. I- also, during Monday's meeting, Justices of the Peace approved an ordinance to make final year in adjustments to the 2021 budget, including the appropriation of $8,100 for a courtroom security grant.
735 now on KVOM with overcast conditions and 66 degrees in Marlton. And this is Newswatch on KVON. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch member fdic an equal housing lender overcast sky 66 degrees in moralton at 737 on kvom late covid 19 outbreak has been reported within the conway county detention center in a report to the county's quorum court on monday jail administrator shane west said over two dozen inmates and staff have tested positive and additional tests are pending we do um, at this point have 16 inmates that are covid positive and nine staff uh, we're working with the health department. We've done one round of mass testing um, and completed another mass testing today uh, that we'll send to the health department. We'll get those numbers, and those numbers will probably be fairly high, we, we believe, at this point. For our Department of Health guidelines, inmates are not tested upon arrival at the jail unless they're showing symptoms or have been exposed to the virus. West said all health department guidelines have been followed before and during the current outbreak. The jail numbers did not show up on Monday's case update from the Arkansas Department of Health, which listed all of Conway County as having just two new cases since Sunday. The number of active cases in the county was listed at 62 on Monday, down one from Sunday. In Perry County, three new cases were recorded Monday as the number of active cases remains at 21. Statewide, the health department reported 981 new cases as the number of active cases in Arkansas surpassed 1,000 again. The number of patients hospitalized also increased significantly on Monday to 519. 15 additional deaths were recorded in Arkansas to bring the state's total to 9,081. No new deaths were recorded in either Conway County or Perry County. There have still been 48 deaths in Conway County, 24 in Perry County since the pandemic began. Pope County Coroner Danny White has released the identity of a victim of a weekend structure fire in Russellville. The body of 68-year-old Terry Michael Allen was discovered by firefighters battling the Saturday night blaze in the 1200 block of South El Paso. Fire department personnel were initially responding to a reported fire in a single-story detached outbuilding with heavy smoke and fire showing upon their arrival. Fire marshals, along with Russellville Police Department criminal investigation officers, conducted a thorough scene investigation. White said the body of Allen was sent to the state medical examiner's office to determine a cause of death. The Population Center for the State of Arkansas is now located in Conway County. An article in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette points out that results of the 2020 U.S. Census reveal a precise location where an imaginary flat map of Arkansas would balance perfectly if each state resident stood on it in his or her home location. The balancing point in Arkansas now lies just north of Marlton at Lake Overcup, according to calculations from the state's Geographic Information Service office. The latest center continues a steady northwestern trajectory for every census since 1980. The center never went west of Perry County or farther north than Mayflower and Faulkner County for 100 years between 1880 and 1980. State calculations show the state determines those centers after each decennial census. With wrapping paper thrown away and the last drop of eggnog consumed, few people have a use for that evergreen tree that graced their home during the holiday season. The Arkansas Game and Fish Commission has a new job for those leftover trees, fish habitat. The commission has drop-off locations across the state to let your old Christmas tree have a second life as underwater cover. 
The small spaces and dense cover offered by fresh Christmas trees make excellent nursery habitat for small fish as well as great places to fish. Anglers are welcome to remove trees from drop-off locations to create their own fish attractors. These designated dump sites include Lake Overcup Landing at Lake Overcup and the Equipment Hill Access at Harris Break Lake in Perryville. Other area dump sites are the Lawrence Landing Access at Lake Conway and the Sandy Beach, Devil's Fork Recreation Area, and Choctaw Recreation Area at Greer's Ferry Lake. Officials warn that artificial trees are not allowed at drop-off locations and all ornaments, tinsel, and lights should be removed before being dropped off. Trees can be dropped off at any of the designated locations through the end of January. 741 now on KVOM as we turn to our morning business report. And here is Jenny Knight with Edward Jones Investments in Moralton. On Wall Street, U.S. equity markets finished higher, with the S&P 500 logging another record high. News flow was light, and several international markets were closed for the Christmas holidays. The energy and technology stocks led the gains, and growth outperformed value. European stocks closed mostly higher, while Asian markets were mixed after China's industrial profit growth slowed and China's central bank said it will set up support for the economy. Oil reversed earlier losses and finished higher despite new restrictions and travel disruptions over the holidays amid rising COVID-19 cases. The 10-year Treasury yield was little changed, near 1.5%, the midpoint of its last six-month range. The Dow closed at 36,302, up 351 points. NASDAQ closed at 15,871, up 217 points. Volume was light as 649 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down $0.09 cents at $24.78. Bank of America was up $0.22 cents at $44.64. Centerpoint Energy was up $0.06 cents at $27.58. Deering Company was up $1.53 at $350.75. Energy Corporation was up $0.74 cents at $110.83. Under Armour was up $0.17 cents at $17.72. Simmons Bank was up $0.44 cents at $29.69. Regions Financial was up $0.37 cents at $21.89. Southwestern Energy was up $0.28 cents at $4.93. Tyson Foods was up $0.94 cents at $86.16. Walmart was up $1.27 cents at $140.76. Live Ramp was up $0.14 cents at $48.96. Interpublic Group was up $1.04 at $37.89. Nextera Energy was up $0.62 cents at $91.32. Natural Gas was up $0.32 cents at $4.05. Precious Metals were higher. Gold was up $0.30 cents at $1,812. Silver was up $0.16 cents at $23.10. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones, Doug K. Hill's Office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton. Thank you, Jenny. Taking a look at our community calendar, of course, not a whole lot going on this week because of the holidays. Menifee Town Council will meet for its regular December session on Wednesday at 6 p.m. at Menifee Town Hall. Masks are still required. Temperature checks will be taken, and everyone is asked to observe six-foot social distancing. Mountain View Baptist Church atop Wolverton Mountain will hold its fifth Thursday night gospel singing this Thursday at 7 p.m. A potluck meal will follow the singing, and everyone is invited to bring a dish and enjoy the fellowship. The City of Marlton offices will be closed Friday for the New Year's holiday. Conway County Courthouse also will be closed Friday. And Friday is the deadline for qualifying full-season mixed forage producers to sign up for the Non-Insured Crop Disaster Assistance Program for 2022. More information, producers in Conway, Perry, and Faulkner Counties 
could contact the Farm Service Agency in Marlton at 501 354 2000. Now, reminder again that the Coney County Library remains closed this week. It will reopen for normal hours on Monday, January 3rd. Approaching 745 now in KVOM with overcast skies, 66 degrees in Marlton. Newswatch continues with sports and weather coming up. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. In sports for four Marlton High School football players are in 5A West All-Conference honors for the 2021 season. Senior lineman Dawson Granberry, senior wide receiver, defensive back Julian Brockman, junior lineman Noah Tindall, and junior safety Jackson Dixon were all recognized for their stellar play this past season. Granberry was a starting center on offense and had 10 tackles and a half sack on defense. Brockman was the team's leading receiver with 40 receptions for 405 yards and six touchdowns and was the team's second leading tackler with 64 stops to go along with two interceptions and team-high three fumble recoveries. Dendle started at tackle on offense and contributed 12 tackles, including three for lost yardage on defense. And Dixon racked up a team-high 89 tackles from the defensive secondary and also had an interception and two fumble recoveries on the season. After advancing through the first round, Marlton's senior girls basketball team plays a semifinal game in a holiday tournament in Florida today against Avon, Ohio. That game's scheduled for 11.30 a.m. Eastern time. Marlton's boys open play in the gold division of the Neosho Holiday Classic in Neosho, Missouri today when the Devil Dogs take on East Newton, Missouri at 2.30 p.m. The Mount Vernon Enola Holiday Tournament is underway today in Mount Vernon. Sacred Hearts boys play their first game in that tournament at 11.15 this morning. The senior girls will play Conway Christian at 12.30. Nemo Vista boys will play Conway Christian at 1.45. And the Nemo Vista girls will take on Hebrew Springs at 3 p.m. One of these girls and boys begin playing the Wildcat Classic at Episcopal Collegiate School in Little Rock today. The Lady Daredevils play Baptist Prep at 3 p.m. in the main gym. The boys play Little Rock Christian at 4.15 p.m. in the auxiliary gym. 7.47 now as we look at weather on this Tuesday morning. Currently in Marlton, humidity is at 78%. Southwest winds at 13 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 29.63. Low temperature this morning, 54 degrees. High yesterday was 76. A year ago today, the low was 32 with a high of 58. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year remains at 46.99 inches. Sunset this evening will be at 5.06. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 719 and forecast calling for 40% chance of showers today. Cloudy to start, uh, gradually becoming uh, at least partly sunny by the afternoon. A high near 72 degrees and increasing clouds tonight, low around 53 and 70% chance of showers for Wednesday morning and thunderstorm possibly in the afternoon with a high near 66 degrees. Low of 46 for Wednesday night, then a mostly sunny day Thursday with a high in the upper 60s. Rain chances again by Friday night and then a New Year's Day. And then uh, by Saturday night, uh, we're going to have a big drop in temperatures and we'll have potential for some uh, snow-sleep mix there late Saturday night into Sunday, believe it or not. As we'll, have, we'll turn very cold there at least for Sunday 
and into early part of next week. Right now, we do have some clouds, and we're at 68 degrees now in Moralton, 749 on KVOM, and News continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.52 now in KVOM and going on our close-up interview this morning by Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart. Good morning to you. Morning, Eric. How are we doing? Yeah, doing well. Doing well I tell you, it's really unusual. Here it is. Today is the 28th day of December, and I walk in, and the front door's open because it's hot. Yep. Yep. That's I was talking last mm-hmm. night, people talking about what running their air conditioners and... <laughs> Well, that, you know, that's going to change this weekend, apparently. Uh, and let's just hope it changes in a subtle way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not an yeah. abrupt way. All right, yeah. Well, I'll have some people sick. The changing well, temperatures are going to happen this weekend. And, and so. you always worry about Mother Nature, and when you go from uh, 75 or 80 degrees down to 20 degrees, or as they're talking in mm-hmm. a little bit north of us, I think, in the teens, that always gives yep. you quite a bit of concern. Mm-hmm. For sure. But we uh, talked about county county business here last night sure. was the final regular court, last court meeting of twenty twenty one of the year and did your your regular I guess end of year yeah housekeeping well I say this you know it's kind of ironic because we normally we don't usually get into what I call that housekeeping ordinance still well sometimes by March or April because you uh ohs hit mm-hmm. you in the face but. Uh, uh, the one, I guess, the most significant one was our courtroom security grant. We had to put a little money to that because I think as everybody knows it's been in the courthouse. We actually have gotten – we got two grants this past year. We got a grant for a court courtroom, and I say it this way, courthouse security. Yep. And some things have changed. Obviously, we put a metal detector in, and uh, uh, we're uh, just about finished up with, uh, with uh, cameras inside and out. Uh, one of those things, I'd say necessary evils, I guess you would call it. Uh, we actually got a grant back and uh, oh i'm trying to think it was the first tail end of last year first of this year far doors everybody hopes noticed our doors we're really proud of that uh, uh, those two things precipitated kind of come together we probably got north of uh, something a little bit north of eighty five thousand dollars in total grants from two different oh. entities uh, to make the camera upgrade and the door upgrade at the same time kind of worked hand in hand really so we're you know it took that to finish it up but as I always say, we spent eighty one hundred and somebody else spent eighty thousand. Yep. So we're pretty happy about that. Not not a bad deal. Not not too bad a deal. Yep. And and very very important upgrades, obviously. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. you know, we're really proud and I say this over the years, uh, you know, we've made a lots of improvements to our courthouse and, and uh, if we had not have made those, I know at one time we got a pretty good significant grant because we had a lot of facing of our brick that was falling mm-hmm. off and we've uh, through the years, uh, we've we've probably gotten over a million dollars out of historic preservation for our courthouse, and I'm going to say this in thanks to the historic preservation because had not have been for them, our courthouse probably wouldn't look like it looks today. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, you did also, of course, or the, the court approved the, the 2022 budget, 2022 and operating budget, about yes, six six point seven million dollars. to be exact, yep. I'm not normally exact. I talk in <laughs> generalities, but six. The easy one I told you last night: six million six hundred and seventy-seven thousand dollars. Yep. yep. So, so uh, but uh, yeah, not any 
Kind of big big changes, not 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 a whole lot of big changes. Not a lot of big changes, you know. It, uh, obviously, uh, uh, you know, we just as they say, we thank God we paid a jail off last year, got it paid off, and didn't have to make a payment this time, and helped our bottom line considerably. And we're just you know looking forward to. Uh, uh, doing some innovative things and some progressive things and moving into 2022 and having a good year, another good year in 2022. And hopefully maybe we can, as I said last night, I, I thought we were behind COVID. And as I tell, I say this, I said, you know, you look at 2019, I won't ever forget that uh, historic flooding. Then you look at, uh, thought we were through that and everything's going to be smooth. Then we wind up with COVID A, I call it COVID one, COVID two. And who knows where we're going from there. Hopefully we're not going to go to them, but hopefully the third time's a charm. Yep. Yep. Let, let's hope. Let's, let's hope it's behind us here. Yes, soon. sir. Uh, one, one thing you hit on last night uh, could have impact on some road work. Is yes. Kind of a shortage of gravel and, and price of that going up. Well, uh, it's not. I say that it's a shortage in our localized area. We don't really have a source in Conway County for gravel anymore, which makes us have to go other places. And, of course, and everything, we just like everything that everybody else deals with. Uh, uh, for some reason, everything seems like it's gone through the roof. And and we're going to work on that. We're going to do a little more shopping and see what we can come up with and, uh, you know, hope to continue to make improvements. I mean, uh a long time ago when I first ran, I made a pledge to take and improve roads, and I hope I've held some of that up anyway. Uh, as I tell folks, nobody, you know, I've been around a good, little, pretty good little while, and nobody's been stuck in the, in the middle of a county road, okay? Yep. Maybe not a you know, other road, but a county road. Uh, put a lot of gravel down. We've begun to this past year. Probably one of the biggest years we had for some chip and sealing. We do have a cost share program that's available out there as funds are available. Yep. Uh you know, and that's what we're, you know, we've put a lot in the years. We've put down, and I say this tongue-in-cheek, and this is the end of my 21st year, but we put down a little over $25 million worth of gravel, yeah. dealt with a natural gas boom at the same time, and obviously they helped with some of that. But uh, we've made several improvements on our county roads and replaced a uh, – we are – I'm going to say it, and somebody said, well, that's not right, but, it, you know, it's what the, it's what it says, and I trust it. We're one of two counties that has no structurally deficient bridges. We've got one bridge with a weight limit left on it that we're going to do something with. It's kind of a little bit questionable for me, but basically it's the one on Springfield Road that they've got us over the six- and seven-ton weight limit, and we're probably going to remedy that this year. Okay. All right. Yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully we'll get a good source of that gravel and get as many roads fixed as we hope can. that's so. the plan. All right. Well, Greg, anything else for us? I just want to wish everybody a safe and happy new year. All right. Well, you too. You bet. Give me heart joining us this morning at 7.58 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.